What's up, homies? Walk and talk number 80. Another question came in. I appreciate you guys have stacked me up again with some questions. And I'm going to get to every one of them. You know that's my favorite thing. Today is another question on, you know, preparing videos. It's a two-part question. Uh, I get a lot of questions about preparing the videos. So, you know, in, in coaching thousands of agents, I fully understand that doing the video is the hardest part. Uh, today's questions come in from Cassie Long. I'm going to get to those. Um, I also just wanted to talk. It's funny because what I'm doing right now is, is hey, how do you find you know your, your topics, your research, that kind of information? And I just got back from a big event. There was 300 plus agents in just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And I went and spoke. Um, big real estate conference all this talk about video and I, I was the second half so I was right after lunch uh, yeah you get the, the tired crowd but uh, no I I did my thing uh, and killed it and I was supposed to go for 30 minutes they extended me 20 extended me 20 next thing you know I went for like three hours up there just answering questions um, and not saying oh you're, I'm the greatest ever it's just I, I understand that what I'm doing and what I'm saying um, and, and preaching about this YouTube stuff. It's just new. It's overwhelming. Um, going long form. And uh, the point that I'm trying to allude to is that the whole front half of this conference was all about, hey, realtor, just turn your camera on. And then they'd interview all these people. Oh, you just got to turn your camera on. I just documented this and I got 3,000 views. Just do it. Just turn on your phone. And I'm sitting there going, these people have no clue what to say when you turn on your phone. And I had no clue what to say when I turned it on my phone. Turned it on. I said, turned it on my phone. And I can just sit back and I'm not throwing shade. That's not the point. Oh, they're wrong. You can't. What I'm saying is, for 742 years, people have been telling real estate agents, just turn on your phone. Just shoot shit. As I got up there and they kept extending my time, all I did was tell my stories of how just turning my camera on led me to absolute spiraling depression. Like, none of that shit works. Just turning on your phone. They had, you know, somebody up there just kept talking about, I got 2,000 views doing this and 3,000 views doing that. And yet when I got done speaking, they were like, man, that's, wow, okay. I have to understand, like, you know, get some calls to action in there and, and the concepts that I'm talking about sometimes have nothing to do with real estate, you know, and uh, so this is, um, you know me, I'm a passionate dude when it comes to this and I love, like, just helping you guys, getting some of these reach outs that I've had of, of changing your business, changing your life, it's just, it's why I do it. My way isn't the only way of doing it, it's just the way that Jackson Wilkie figured out how to get some damn phone calls, like how to actually get business. And so my wife got to travel with me. That was sick. Um, usually I go and speak at these engagements by myself and I got three little kids. So it's like the pressure of leaving the wife with three kids under 10. And, you know, I get to go speak and man, we, my, my niece came through homies and she watched the kids for three days, took them to school, everything. My wife got to come and she sat right in the front of that audience. And as I started telling stories about literally almost 14 months guys where I had sold two homes one from 
I don't even know where, but it was a my neighbor who made me sell their house for like half a percent. And another one was my first YouTube deal for like $175,000 in a slum. Like that was it. So I shot thousands of videos and nothing was panning out. So, I mean, talking about that and my wife, she, and, and here's the one thing that drives me nuts as you know, who steals my shit and, and claims he just came up with it. She goes, Jackson, I'm the one who lived through that shit for 12 to 4. Like, I'm talking she couldn't get up off the floor, people, because she was so depressed sometimes. And we were almost going to move back home. And to figure this stuff out is truly remarkable and amazing. And and she said that. She goes, you know, listening to this, I remember how painful. I remember the thousands of videos you shot. I remember you up at 2 in the morning. I remember some of our arguments of just like, we're not making money, Jackson. Like, we got to do something here. And um, it's, it's, it's painful to see people steal it and, and not know where it came from. But also the, the whole thing behind this is it stemmed from me hearing, just turn your phone on, just shoot stuff. And it's tough, right? So I wanted to go more in depth today on just what I do to plan my videos, because sometimes I just say, I don't plan, which is totally true. <laughs> Speaking of my wife, I have the GoPro next to me because I got a big meeting downtown Houston. So I'm going to shoot some videos. She goes, oh, what the hell are you doing with that thing? I haven't seen that for a while. I had, to, I had to knock the cobwebs off. I'm basically in the studio 100% now, but I'm going to get back out there and shoot some vids. Um, and so I'm going to really kind of break down what you guys can do out there in the field or in the studio to prepare for a video. Um, and what I'm going to try and do is take myself back to when I was first starting because I prepared so much. So I'll help you to eliminate some of the stuff too. And I'll also just give you kind of the shortcut. So a little bit of a rant there, but it's just, oh, I love this stuff. I love it more than anything. And that's this whole podcast is uh, the walk and talk. It's, you know, well, my name's Jackson Wilkie, if you didn't know. And uh, I teach video for real estate agents on how to actually get business and, and, and dream clients, ideal clients reaching out to you. That was another thing that I talked about on stage constantly as every agent fears of being on camera. It's just being unapologetically yourself. And I had so many people come up to me afterwards and go, oh my God, you are a breath of fresh air. I have been like dressing up in these videos and I hate it. And here you are wearing shorts and talking about brewskis and, and showing all the messages you get of these people loving you. And yeah, that's it. It's 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 being yourself. So um, make sure, guys, please, 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 please. The reviews and the, the rating of the podcast has just plummeted. <laughs> so big, you know, wave of it. And then it just kind of died. So if you would, just please go down, write a review and, and rate this podcast. It would really uh, help me out. So, question comes in from Cassie, walk and talk. Hey Jackson, I have been binging your podcast and all the YouTube channels for the last week, and it's so valuable, so thank you. Two-part question for you. I'm restarting my YouTube channel, but not sure if I should delete or hide old videos as they are not real estate or even local related. Some are fitness vlogs, and some are homestead vlogs with a silly face. Don't judge the spastic inconsistency. Start brand new channel or just delete the unrelated videos. I'll read the second part of the question here in a minute, but I wanna answer this first. Doing this, guys, um, I have my book coming out. In fact, it's taking so long, I might just release these audio files to YouTube so you guys can listen to it because I go through this. 
Um, again, when you see a YouTube channel from one of my past students who sells you my course for way more expensive than I do, which I saw this weekend, um, they started day one with incredible videos with titles exactly how to do it. I, on the other hand, <laughs> trying to figure this out, had over a hundred videos on my Living in Portland channel, from barbecue videos to escrow videos to Facebook ad videos to monster truck videos with my son to just some of the most, a sushi bazooka. Uh, yeah, how to make sushi. Like, I was trying to do anything to get some views on YouTube. All I did was unlist those videos, which I did not unlist until about three, four months ago. And I started figuring out, you know, um, thank God to listening to uh, Karen Carr, you know, which is where I got the concept of YouTube. And then obviously I, I, it wasn't working her way. I, I figured out my way, um, especially doing the vlogs and stuff. That's when you see my big transition. It's all documented in the book, 100%, even that when I interviewed her. So you'll get that. I, I always give her her flowers. She changed my life forever. Um, but I just had to figure out a way to do it m my way. That being said, up until about six months ago, every one of those videos was live on my YouTube channel. We've closed, I don't even know, probably from the Portland channel, I'm gonna say around the 175 homes mark, somewhere around there. And the only reason I know that is because Heather herself, uh, she's only been in real estate less than two years, a year and a half. I think she's done 160 something deals. Um, so she's done the majority of those YouTube deals. So it's somewhere along the lines of 170 plus deals. So what I'm saying is it really doesn't matter at the end of the day as long as you just start going now, today, doing what you absolutely know works, which is what, what I'm teaching here is these YouTube videos. The one thing that made me turn those videos off though is if you look at my analytics for my Portland channel, it will never, ever, ever, ever be that of Houston, Texas, um, or nationally, some of these other channels that really took off because as your videos about moving to your city gain traction, start getting suggested, average view durations go, um, you know, the channel's really picking up. What it does is starts taking those other videos on your channel and trying to recommend those too. And you'll start seeing those get more views, but people moving to Portland, Oregon, apparently I, which shocked me. They did not care about how to make sushi in a sushi bazooka. Crazy enough. Call me crazy. Uh, but I started thinking, you know, I have these like crazy brain Jackson things and I'm like, you know what? Obviously they're not watching that. They want to learn about Portland and I'm slapping them with a monster truck video with my son, Hank, and it's probably hindering my channel in a way. And so I'm just going to unlist these because my average view durations and all that stuff are just never going to climb up because of those earlier videos. Now it's like over a hundred videos. So if you got two or three and you love them, great, keep them. Do you delete the channel? No, you don't need to at all. Um, I teach this. In fact, I got a, our boot camp coming up um, soon, August 29th. And I will go through this at the beginning of it. There's, I get this question all the time. Jackson, I got a channel. Should I delete it? Should I create? Well, you can just create a brand account in about five seconds. I got a video on my channel on how to do that, but make sure that you just go into your settings, YouTube account. You can just add a brand account. It takes five seconds. That's probably what I would do or unlist those videos and just start fresh. So um, you can create as many YouTube channels with one email as you want. And you can go ahead and just do that by creating that brand account. So 
I know that I always over explain things, but I have to give you the, the story of that so I'm not just like, yeah, delete it. But why? Why delete it? Or why do you not have to truly worry about it? Or hey, here's my example. So if you love your little homestead videos and hey, maybe it's about homesteading there, you, you never know. You might get some homesteading deals off that um, because they relate with you now. And I would talk about homesteading in your... and shit if you got llamas or alpacas or chickens or goats or whatever i would have that in every one of my videos um that's just a representation of who you are and you will get those type of people that that reach out to you so especially you know fitness and and if you're a mom being a mom mention being a mom in every video and and fitness and all all that stuff it's just relatable so any mom who loves fitness too or thinking about it like they're going to relate with you next part of the question Also, can you walk and talk us through your video planning process where you gather your research on the area, how you frame out each video before shooting, etc. I appreciate you and your podcast. Thanks. I appreciate a lot. All of you. And right now, make sure you're at least writing down a question if anything ever comes up. I don't care if you think it's the most elementary beginning question. Those are usually my favorite ones. Shoot me that email, info at jacksonwilkie.com. So planning a video. The very first thing that you do when you plan a video is figure out what title, what video you're shooting. This goes against every digital marketer and realtor who says, just turn on your camera. Get your phone out. Well, when I do that, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. Now, I do because I've done this long enough, but... Go do some research on what videos to shoot. By now, especially if you guys have seen my other channels, you know exactly what videos to shoot. I do them in every single market. Now, unless you're niching, doing investing in your market, or, hey, top places to homestead in my market, right? Um, Those kind of videos, you know, would be a little bit of a different title. But you're going to start out with cost of living videos, pros and cons videos, Uh, If you can get out in the field, you're going to do vlogs, which are living in city-state, full vlog tour. Um, And to do the research, so that was three different kind of videos. First of all, what's going to help you, let's say you're going to do a pros and cons video of your city. Some of the research you can do. Now, what I like to do is I take personal stories, especially since I've moved to, to Texas, I have my own pros and cons, and and honestly, honestly, the most, the more honest I am in those videos, the better they perform, and the more people relate to me. So, you know, pros and cons of Houston, just to rip off a couple of them. Obviously, uh, I'm going to talk about the storms, the hurricanes. I'm going to talk about the heat. I'm going to talk about the bugs. Um, I'm going to talk about the property taxes. I'm going to talk about some annoyances, like why the hell they put all the water heaters up in the attic and you have these little like half inch drain pipes white ones that clog up all the damn time and they usually drain into a bathroom upstairs so these are all things that you're never going to know as a a non-texan the other thing is here in houston you got to shop your power there's like five thousand companies you don't just pay the power company so i really go into depth on some of these things that are nuances that only texans know and take everything for granted right you know the pros obviously are are the weather yeah it's hot it's hot stupid hot like and I'm, I own it. It's funny because the locals and, and my competitors, they're always like, yeah, it gets pretty warm here, but only averages 92 degrees in the summer. I'm like, averages 92 by like 4 a.m. 
And I tell people honestly, I'm like, yeah, you ever cooked pizza 425? Maybe you had too many brewskis, but you open that oven up and that heat wave slaps you in the mouth. That's how hot it feels. It's brutal. If you hate the heat, do not move to Texas. But I am from North Idaho. I am used to six months of snow, brutal cold, and I'm tired of it. So I love the year-round heat. Yep, it's hot during the summer, but it's still got 100 degrees back home too in the summer. I'll deal with it. But that kind of honesty is what people want. So planning out my video is really just my six to eight bullet points, right? Now, if you're going to do a cost of living video, again, people really want to know about the housing of some sort, right? Um, it, or sorry, I, I, I phrased that wrong. Real estate agents always want to go to the housing because that's what we know. But a lot of times the cost of living videos that I do, I kind of just touch on it at the end. I don't even really talk about the houses. I talk about these crazy property taxes. I talk about these crazy Texas power bills. I talk about, I got a crazy story about the money I make off of this Texas power company by referrals, by shooting a YouTube video. It's insane. I just bought a new pistol because of it. Sick. Uh, anyways, that's the kind of stuff people want to know. They, they can look at the house prices all day. And honest to God, when they're moving here, like, yeah, they kind of have a budget, but they're just kind of trying to figure everything else out that they didn't know. So now if you're going to be planning, you know, a video, what you want to do, maybe you go type into Google your video title title, and, and read some of the blogs and see, okay, what are these people using as bullet points and, and what can I take from that and add my own additional story to it? So you really want to take their their pro or con or their cost of living or their 10 things you need to know about moving to the city and then make it yours, right? If you don't agree with their stance, say your your side of it, right? So that's how you kind of prepare for it in a sense of just collecting some data. I've gone in depth on many of these podcasts on the factual information and how it just ruins you. Again, at this conference, and it happens every time I speak. Everybody comes up, they rush me, they, they come up, talk to me, and it's just, I turn this camera on, I literally don't know what to say, and I, I shoot, you know, I have kind of my, my words and my scripts, and next thing you know, it's just like, I, I don't know, I just forget what I'm saying, or I mess up my lines, and I'm like, I've been there, homie, I've been there a lot. That's what happens when we script, that's what happens when we do factual data and information, and let me tell you right now, nobody cares about the factual data or when these cities were derived or how who the actual you know county commissioner is of this and, and county information they just don't they're literally just trying to figure out an area or if you flip this and you are doing facebook or instagram videos factual data and information is not what people want this recession is hitting right now housing crash bubble people still want to buy and sell but they're now trying to find somebody that they trust so People who I think go on to their social media and address this stuff head on will start getting phone calls. So I've kind of been all around the place, but what you really want to do is start getting some bullet points together that you can add stories to, right? So if you're getting a video together about, you know, top 10 things you need to know before moving to your city, which is always a great one, um, then write out the bullet point, right? Let's talk about weather. Let's talk about a little bit about like the cost of living. Let's talk about some of the things going on or lack thereof. Let's talk about maybe the insects, the bugs. 
if you are an area that gets a certain type of weather, inclement weather, um, whether it be hurricanes or tornadoes or or uh, snowstorms, ice storms, that's another good thing to talk about. Um, there's probably 50 blogs on, on, on that title alone, 10 Things to Know Before Moving, and you can start taking those. But make sure you have your stories where you're like, I remember this, and you know, one day this happened, and, and I actually had a client. They, they moved here because of that. Those kind of stories are what's going to help you. When you do a vlog, um, what I'm really trying to do is probably find two or three of the of the main areas, like two, three different styles of living in that area, and also kind of the center of the hub, what makes up that area, right? So, for instance, like when I go up to the Woodlands, Texas, you know, I'm going to go into three different types of neighborhoods. Maybe one's like a lake living, one's like golf course living, one's kind of like your entry level, you know, 400 to 600 top, but still really nice. Um, show kind of different areas. Then we're going to make sure that we show the attractions, which is all right downtown. Um, they got a the River Row down there, the, the whatever the hell you want to call it. But they got all the shops, restaurants, bars, two malls, one indoor, one outdoor, big green park. Uh, pavilion with music concerts so it's kind of like grab a lot of that for the b-roll but tell people what they get there just scratch that surface what are these homes like the typical people who live in this neighborhood and then hit them with those calls to action of this is why you reach out you may not even like woodlands or woodlands might not fit you but i will know exactly what area will fit you if you call me so planning out your videos really try and avoid factual data and information people do not care about that at all what they're trying to do and again the 12 14 months of pain and just turn the camera on i i used to script everything and i used to do this factual data and information and nothing worked because that's not what they want they're really trying to just figure out information about an area and they're also just trying to connect with somebody and so when i actually shot the video of moving to portland oregon my story that's when everything really started taking off when I discovered against Karen's teaching, she was teaching keywords everywhere. And when I discovered, well, it was morning fame back then, but TubeBuddy, these cities and suburbs were searched 10, 12, 15 times a month more on YouTube than Google. And that's when I went away from all the stuff that was being taught and I just started shooting vlogs and, and I created the real estate vlog with Jesse. Had no idea what the hell I was doing, but that's what really blew everything up. People want to see these areas. They didn't want to read about it as much. so. There is no real planning. The one thing I can tell you is that I used to try and shoot the intro and then go shoot the video and then shoot the outro. And then every time I would do that intro, it never made sense because I didn't even know what I was gonna see that day. So I usually try and go get all the information I can for the vlog and at the end of it, I shoot my intro because I know what we're gonna see and what we're gonna do. And I'll shoot my outro on the same clip. So I'll send that video to my editor and say intro, outro. So he takes the intro out of the beginning of it, puts it at the front, takes the outro at the end of that little clip and puts it at the end of my video. Um, and then I know exactly what I saw, what I did. And I usually try and shoot that intro at like a really cool spot in the area. So if it's really cool houses or properties or downtown scene, parks, shops, restaurants, that's where I'm gonna end up. Um, but the, the thing that's gonna help you with planning these videos for, and just the most important thing, just go out there and get your ass kicked. You're, you're gonna have to. You've got to take your lumps. You gotta go out there and just start shooting videos. You gotta start just going out and vlogging because 
I, when I started, it used to take us eight hours to shoot all day. And then I was editing for a day and a half. And now I can go do 20 videos in two days. Like it just comes with reps now. Like I got the camera. I'm going to go do probably two vlogs today. I'll probably do them besides drive time in, in less than two hours. And I'll have 15, 18, 20 minute vlogs. Um, you know, and it probably only takes me like 10 clips now, 10, 15 clips instead of 80. And it, it's because I've just done it so many times. And all of my studio videos, I've done them so many times. And I've shot thousands of videos. And so a lot of this preparation and planning is because we're new and we're really hard on ourselves and we want to make sure we get everything in there. But you got to start shooting videos, even if they are a little bit more factual, and just get those things out there. Um, and, and you'll start seeing which videos take off more than others and what people are, are starting to like more than other content. And you can go all in with that. Homies, right now though, please, like I mentioned, my ratings and reviews just fell off a cliff. I don't, maybe my review button's broken. Go down and write a review and rate this podcast. Please, please, please. Um, that's really what motivates me to continue to do this um, and get that out there. So... If you want to learn also about our partnership, I got a bunch, I got four actual appointments this week, phone calls with agents looking to partner with us. Uh, you get my course for free, training for free, monthly coaching for free. I only coach my EXP agents. Um, it's a partnership there. It doesn't cost you anything. People keep thinking I, I take their splits. No, not at all. I don't travel and do those channels anymore. I am literally pouring all of my efforts into, well, this podcast and my EXP partners blowing them up. So, Shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about the partnership and send me y'all's questions. I love these questions. And until the next Walk and Talk, homies, we'll catch you later.